0: today on Commitment to Truth.
1: If you're not connected with a person, you're like, ah, I'm not feeling you today. Don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Don't come around me, right? That's just the human nature is that, man, when you're one with God, you start feeling and sensing the move of God, right, the power of God in your life like never before. And that is so absent in the body of Christ. Why? It's because we don't really, really know Him.
0: Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today we begin a series titled, Make Us One. Over the last few years, or at some other point in our lives, we have all experienced firsthand something that has negatively impacted the oneness we need to have with one another as created and commanded by Jesus Christ. Through this series, we hope you can truly experience the oneness that we were made to have as members of the family of God. This week, Pastor Cedric Brown will teach us the purpose of being one with God. He will show us through God's word how we are a scattered people who need him to bring us together. God wants us to know him deeply through his word And through the trust we put in him in this way he will keep us secure here is pastor Cedric lead pastor of commitment church with today's message
1: open with me to John chapter 16 and we're gonna read uh, verses 29 through 33 and then we're gonna be into in the balance of the series in the entire chapter of uh, 17th chapter of the book of John but what is the purpose of being one with God. Why would Jesus just come up with this, this, this narrative of, okay, I want you to be one just as me and the Father are one? Why is that so important for us to be one with God? A first answer to this question is found in John chapter 16, verses 29 through 33. It says this His disciples said, Lo, or, what's up? And, and you're going to see why he, he's saying this. Now you are speaking plainly and are not using the figure of speech. It's like, okay, wait a minute, Jesus. Now you're not using any parables or anything like that. Wait a minute, whoa, hold up. What's up now? You're getting serious on us, right? He's speaking plain, you know, language to them now. No figure of speech, no parables. I am coming to you straight out. It says, now we know that you know all things and have no need for anyone to question you, but they're questioning him, right? By this, we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, do you now believe? In other words, apparently you haven't <laughs> believed it up to this point. Behold, an hour is coming and has already come for you to be scattered. And we know if you you know the end of the story, they did scatter. Each to his own home And to leave me alone. And they did, especially his boys, right? The only one found there was John. It says, and yet I am not alone. It's an important principle. Because when you're one with the Father, you're never what? Exactly right. It says, Because the Father is what? With me. Verse 33 says, These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace in the world you have tribulation but take courage i have overcome the world so what's the first reason why we need to know that we (laughs) must become one with god is that we are such a scattered people we have been we will be we will always be scattered we're about our own agenda. We're about our own households, our own plans. Yeah, you know, we'll think about our neighbor every now and then. We'll think about a close friend every now and then. We'll even think about biological family every now and then when we have to. And <laughs> if we like them. <laughs> but clearly it says that we're what? A scattered people. We were then, we are now. We will be, because that is our sinful tendency. Me and my. So let's look deeper in this. Verse 32. The word scattered means this. Those terror stricken. Doesn't that sound just like what we've been through? Those terror stricken, right? In other words, you're so scared you just bunker down. So scared, we circle the wagons around our address. But then listen to the second part of the definition. Driven by some other impulse, your priority, what keeps you up, what stimulates you, what your goals are, your personal aspirations, will cause you to run to your house. The last part is to fly in every direction. But yeah, we're supposed to be one. Think, think about this uh, biblically, and this, just think about this logically if we were to be one body because of Jesus <laughs> and one toe is running their house, what you know one big toe is running there one baby toe is running there one, one thumb is running there one nose is running over there can you just imagine just visually just just ponder that for a minute we're supposed to be one body but the nose is saying I have no need for you First Corinthians 12 I have no need for sense of smell because I have lips and my lips are just going to run home and be at home by myself. Scattered people. It's sin. And that's why we need Him to bring us all together. To say we got to meet somewhere in the middle and it's Him. The word not alone or alone, right? Remember, Jesus says, but I'm not alone. You may be scattered, but guess what? I'm not alone. It means this, which means not to be forsaken, destitute of help, or without a companion. Why is that so important for you all to know? Because oneness of God gives us the same thing. You know, there's going to be times, unfortunately, your sister's going to be at home dealing with her stuff and just not even thinking about you. But in the meantime, and in between time, until God reaches her heart, you're not alone. You know, your your boys seem like they just disappear, right? Especially when, when pressures and cares of the world begins to somehow just weigh you down. It's like they stop calling you. It's almost like God strategically allows people to stop calling when you need them the most. You know why? It's because you're not alone. I've seen in some of the most difficult times of my life, phone stops ringing. But you have to realize that you're not alone. Yes, there's this biblical mandate that we need to be a people that aren't scattered, that we are one, but the reality is you will be by yourself until we come to our senses and realize we cannot continue to live scattered any longer. Matthew 26, verse 31, describes how we will be scattered after his death. It says, Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike down the shepherd and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered. Right? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want so, so in other words that we're all sheep in his pasture and we can't wander off in some other pasture but we should be where the shepherd is and if we're all where the shepherd is we won't be scattered but we will be what? one try to become your own shepherd you will be by yourself Try to allow someone else to comfort you besides his rod, right? Try to find still waters by yourself, green pastures by yourself. You'll find yourself alone. Then it's prophesied in in Isaiah 13, 14, it says, and it will be like a hunted gazelle or like sheep with none to be gathered to gather them, they will each turn to his own people. Hmm. Each one flee to his own land. or homogeneous. That's why there's racial tension and division. Uh, my people understand me. That's what we're really saying. I'm safe around my people. Literally, you hear that say it. But they don't understand my people. That's why we're scattered. It's the purpose of being one, it's the purpose of needing to be one with God. It's because the finished work of Jesus Christ says we're now one people at the foot of the cross.
0: Life is like an orchestra. We have the string, woodwind, brass, and percussion sections. We are all attempting to follow God's lead as our conductor while remaining in sync with each other. Instinctively, we find ourselves seeking the position of first chair. None of us are ever really skillful enough to sit there, yet we try. But who is the first chair meant for? You can purchase this book and others by Cedric Brown at cedricbrown.com. And then 1 Peter chapter 2, verse
1: 10 uh, and 11, it says, it further describes us as not even being a people. Listen, for once you were not even a people, but now you are the people of whom? God. You had no, not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain from fleshly lust. lust which wage war against your soul. You see, we're scattered people, but supernaturally we're made one through the finished work of Jesus Christ. We can never forget that. We can never forget that. You see, God will use someone outside of your own race and culture when you need them the most. I experienced that at Washington State University when there was 2% blacks out of 20,000 students none of my people were there for me be quite honestly honest with you but you know who came out of the the woodworks the people of God who loved me this boy from Compton and sat me at their dinner table fed me when I had no money right kept me accountable when I needed to be accountable the people of God became my people you see, and that's what the finished work of Jesus Christ does. It doesn't say you're not who you are, right? I mean, he celebrates that. You're not, he doesn't say you're not black, white, pink, purple, Asian, Latino. He doesn't say you're not, but you're primarily, through the finished work of Jesus Christ, people of the living God. Amen. That's why it's important. Secondly, what's the purpose of being one with God? let's look at john chapter 17 verses 1 through 3 it says jesus spoke these things and lifting up his eyes to heaven he said father the hour has come glorify your son that the son may be glor may glorify you even as you gave him authority over all flesh that to all whom you have given him he may give eternal life this is listen to what it says this is eternal life this is eternal life that they may know you the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent so, so knowing God and knowing Christ was sent by God is hinged upon eternal life you don't believe it no eternal life so that's why secondly why is this so required of us to be won by God because he wants us still today to know him he wants us to know him why it's because it affirms eternity it affirms eternity no don't know him you don't trust me you won't believe in eternity you just think that you'd just be reincarnated, that you would just be in the abyss and just floating in the abyss until something happens. Knowing him affirms eternity. The word know means this, to learn to know, which says that there is a time frame or we will eventually know him, right? You don't know him in, immediately or instantaneously, It also means to understand him. And listen to the last part of this definition of to know, to feel him. How many times do we hear that expression? Yeah, I just felt God. God is saying, you know what? When you become with me, you will feel me right think about that relationally there's times right when when lisa and i aren't one we like, not liking each other it happens in marriage right i get mad at her she gets bad to me and many guess what i ain't feeling her right literally right are you feeling some kind of way right that's the that's the honest truth if you're not connected with a person you're like ah, i'm not feeling you today don't touch me don't talk to me don't come around me right that's just the human nature is that man when you're one with God you start feeling and sensing the move of God right the power of God in your life like never before and that is so absent in the body of Christ why it's because we don't really really know him to know him is to feel him and to feel him is to know him he's an ever present God it's not a God. He says, I'm not a God that's far off. Draw near to me and I would do what? Amen. The word eternal. Think about this. So this knowing God leads to eternal life. It means this. Without beginning and end, that which always has been and always will be, never to cease, ever Lasting The word life means this, life devoted to God. So get to know him, then you somehow have a life that's what? Eternally devoted to whom? Right, so so many times we we like, well, you know, I have ebbs and flow in my life. You know, I don't know why, sometimes I'm in, I'm out, sometimes I'm excited, sometimes I'm not. Well, you don't know him, you don't understand him, you don't feel him, you're not going to live for him. The word life also means this, this blessedness, even in the portion in this world, right? So many of our blessings are hinged upon knowledge of God. Last part of the the definition of life is of those who put their trust in Christ, but it's consummated at the resurrection, Right, so you see this, these different phases, this devotion and this lifestyle with God, and also that leads to this blessed life that ultimately the climax, consummation is what? Resurrection. And that's so important to understand, churches, because so many people come to know Jesus, and the only part of this eternal life that we hear communicated is the sweet by and by you know when you die you're gonna be with jesus true but what about today i have a few more years to live right by god's grace what about today you see eternity remember what it says eternity without beginning and end that which always has been and always will be never to cease everlasting so when you come to know jesus christ as your personal lord and savior eternity steps into your space and time time ceased to exist that's why he says to you and i when we stand before the beam of seed of christ every word every thought every deed will be judged because eternity begins today you follow me and that's why there's such accountability that should be in our lives because i know him he knows me therefore i need to what, begin to live circumspectively i need to live this life according to the text according to the scriptures i begin to realize that what i am crucified with christ nevertheless it's not i who live but it's christ who lives within me and this life that i live i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave his very life for me You follow me? Eternity ceases. That's why he tells us in Colossians, right? Set your mind on things above where Christ is. Galatians 4 verse 8 suggests there's a time we didn't know him. But he says, but don't turn back. Listen to what he says. However, at that time when you did not know God, you are slaves to those which by nature are no gods, little g. We're slaves to little g gods. But now that you have come to know him, or know God, or rather be known by God, how is it that you turn back again to the weak and worthless elemental things to which you desire to be enslaved? all over again. See, when you get to know Him, you can't turn back. You see, Hebrews talks about when you have tasted, you cannot go back. Or you could flip the coin and say, you know, when you you taste it, you want to what? Keep coming back. There's a reason why we all have favorite food, favorite restaurants, right? Once you taste it, you just keep coming back for it, keep coming back for it, keep coming back for it. The same thing is with our Lord. Once you know him and taste him, you can't turn away. You'll keep running back and wanting to know more and more and more about him. Amen? Hello, my name is Sarah Vega, and I am the administrative and executive director here at Commitment Church. I hope you've enjoyed today's message by Pastor Cedric Brown. If you didn't know, Pastor Cedric also sends out encouraging videos weekly. We call these The Weekly Wire. We can send these encouraging videos directly to you by subscribing at www.loveallnations.org. Here's an example of the encouragement you'll receive. Are you in a difficult situation right now? Are you up against something that seems to be insurmountable, something difficult, something that probably has crept in from your past that is in your present, or something in your future that you have to address and it is very difficult for you at this moment? You see, there's a Bible verse that says this, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too difficult for me? You see, no matter what you're up against, good, bad, or indifferent, Maybe you have failed God in the past, but yet you have repented and asked for his forgiveness. Remember, is anything too difficult for him to handle for you? Maybe again, you're you're in over your head because of uh, your job or being a father or mother or just trying to navigate college or school. Please know the God of all flesh says to you, is there anything absolutely anything too difficult for him. Don't lose heart. No matter what the difficult situation is, it is never, ever too difficult for God. We hope you enjoyed the sample of our weekly wire. Again, to subscribe to your weekly inspiration, refreshment, and encouragement, please visit www.loveallnations.org
0: Thank you again for listening to our series, Make Us One. From commitment to truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. John 17 verse 11b says, Holy Father, keep them in your name, the name which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are. God created us and saved us so that we would be of one body with him. We hope that the teachings of this series have helped you to understand how we can be one with our God and with each other. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, Or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, we would love to see you in person as well. You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening and have a blessed and wonderful day.